Welcome back to Getting Along With Me, Noah Hill. I'm your host. Hope you're having a great Thursday or whenever you're listening to this. It has been cold and rainy here in Washington, ironically. for It's funny because in May, I was talking about this a couple episodes ago, in May we had like that weird spat of like, what was it, 90 degree days in the middle of May, which was fucking crazy because normally in Washington, I've said this, but I'll say it again, it doesn't get you know, nearly that hot ever, at least in the past, like, five years, and if it does, it's not until, like, probably July or August at, you know, the earliest, but we're here back at the studio doing another episode, it's going to be a very good time, today we are talking about self-care, if you know me, you know I'm all about self-care, love it to death, but let's talk about what's new, so I went on a hike over the weekend. It was very gorgeous. I went to Talapus Lake. I believe that is how you pronounce it. Let me pull up how you spell it for you guys. So it's out in North Bend. Very easygoing hike in my opinion. You know, if you're doing this in the early in the morning or if you're doing this kind of as a, you know, last minute, middle of the day thing, it should be fine. But one thing I will note is parking up there fucking atrocious get there early if you're gonna go because they literally have like enough room for like 20 cars at the top and then from there you're just parking you know kind of along the the hillside to to get up there so something to keep in mind if you're gonna go it is talapus lake spelled t-a-l-a-p-u-s up in north bend from where i'm at it's about a 45 minute drive fairly straightforward just hop on 18 east to i-90 east and then it's almost all like off back roads from there really straightforward really fun it was not raining but it was definitely cooler when i went but i'm someone where when i go hiking like (laughs) not literally but it feels like almost all my clothes will just come off because i carry like you know my own gear so food water you know, maybe like change of socks or change of chonies in case, God forbid, something happens. And then, you know, some survival gear. But I get so hot. I think if I remember right, the hike was probably only like maybe four and a half to five miles round trip. Don't quote me on that. But if I remember, that's what it could be because it took me about an hour and 15 to get up and then like an hour to come back home or to get back to my car is what I mean. So really straightforward, really fun, love hiking, you know, I've been hiking for a little, for a little bit now, I'm just gonna adjust the audio here, because it's coming in a little hot, that probably sounds a little bit better, but we'll fix it in post, quote unquote, so with all that being said, uh, what else is new with me, I watched Across the Spider-Verse, that was a phenomenal movie, the animation is, you know, very unique, very, colorful and diverse i will say because if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about but for those of you who may not have seen it or not even heard of you know the spider-verse franchise i guess i could call it is it is an spider-man animated movie and it pulls some very unique animation choices and they all work this one has a bit more of a variety they got like some watercolors you know, animation for Spider-Gwen. They got some 80s cutout, like, pop art for Spider-Punk. And then, you know, Miles Morales, his, 
you know, very unique animation as well. Really cool, great story, and I'm excited to see where the story goes after this one, because initially it was marketed as part one, but now this is called Across the Spider-Verse. The one coming out in 2024 will be called Beyond the Spider-Verse, and it's a very interesting question it asks the viewer if you know whether you're a casual spider-man fan or you are deep in the thick of it it i feel like there's a little bit something here for everybody but if you're interested highly recommend checking it out not my recommendation for the episode but that's what else has been new with me and i also got a haircut if you have seen me in real in real life in person you'll know that my hair was a little bit on the longer side and definitely not the longest i've had it but got chopped off got a nice taper and feeling fresh (laughs) feeling good it's summer i ironically cut it because i thought the weather was going to be getting warmer and then washington was like fuck that we're gonna make it rain for like you know a week but I can't complain. I like the rain. Grew up here. To me, it's just another day. I talked about this briefly on, I think, previous episodes, but I may or may not be moving to either Bellingham or Eastern Washington in the near future because I got an interview at the Electrical Union up north. They have an East and West Division. West Division covers kind of like the Bellingham, Skagit County, San Juan Islands area, and then the eastern covers like Leavenworth, Wenatchee, and I think maybe a little bit further east, but it'd be a great time. I'm very much looking forward to it. My mom is the sweetest lady, gonna help me prep for the interview and get me nice and polished up so that way I'll be answering those questions with flawless execution, quote unquote, hopefully. We'll see. But with all that being said, let's dive into the, oh, I also wanna talk about something I made. I made some phenomenal quinoa bowls. I will give you a very brief rundown of the recipe. I love quinoa bowls, not only because in my opinion they taste great, but also they are very easy in my opinion to meal prep because you just make a lot of whatever you're putting in it. And then what I do personally is I just make quinoa as I go because I noticed quinoa doesn't reheat as well in my experience. And also it doesn't keep as well when once you like put it in the fridge I think it gets a little bit and it could just be the way I'm cooking it but in my opinion it doesn't hold as well whereas it's freshly cooked so in my quinoa bowls I put in roasted sweet potatoes and garbanzo beans season those with a little bit of oil I go for a little bit of a neutral oil like vegetable oil or canola and then I season them with salt pepper a little bit of smoked paprika for the sweetness because roasted sweet potatoes and the garbanzo beans I like to cook them so that they're a little bit almost dried out in a way on the outside but then when you bite into them they're a little bit chewy and they add nice texture to the quinoa bowl and then the roasted sweet potatoes I like to have them get a little bit of color still be you know a little bit crunchy on the outside almost like a french fry in a way and then you bite into it nice and soft throw that into an oven at about 425 for maybe 35 40 minutes depending on your oven checking them, tossing them occasionally. And then on the grill, I seasoned, probably like an hour before I started cooking, a flank steak. So if you're not familiar with a flank steak, it's a bit of a tougher cut of meat, but it's, it cooks very fast. You know, that's 
probably one of the primary reasons I love it, and it's relatively cost-effective because it doesn't cost that much to get, you know, a decent size cut. So what I did was I seasoned it with salt, pepper, a little bit of oil, and since this is a little bit of a, a tougher cut of meat, I prefer to add something citric, I guess is the correct term. Yeah, we're going to go with that. So in this case, I did, you know, one lime, coated it with some lime juice, and it was good. Let that marinate, kind of let that lime juice get in there, break down some of the more tougher parts. Uh, I'm basing this off of what I've heard from people who have cooked flank steaks, so I'm not a professional chef by any means. Your mileage may differ depending on what you use, but that's what was my choice. Fired that up on the grill and got the quinoa going on the stove. I did about a half cup of quinoa and one cup of water, got that going, and seared the steak aggressively on both sides for about four minutes, took it off, let it rest for another 10, cut into it. It was a nice rare, medium rare, probably more on the rare side. Since it is a bit tougher, I prefer to go the more rare, mid-rare side because it maintains the juiciness of it, doesn't dry out, and when you cut against the green, it just cuts like butter. Oh, and I also made an herb butter. I finely chopped some rosemary, crushed up some garlic, put that in a little bit of plant-based butter, mixed that up, and then brushed the steak with that when I was searing it. So that way it could pick up some color, more color. And then I brushed it once more when I took it off the grill and let it rest in that oh-so-delicious butter. And then for I like to have sauce with quinoa bowls, so that way it's you know, a little more cohesive. It's not just dry on top of dry. So I assembled it with the quinoa, a couple of cuts of my steak, a bit of handfuls of my roasted potatoes and garbanzo beans, some fresh arugula, and then right in the center, I threw some zook sauce from the good old TJ's right there in the middle. Took a photo of it because I feel like I was very proud of it. It looked very aesthetically aesthetically pleasing in my eyes, excuse me. And then mixed it up, and it was so good with, like, the citrus of, and the savoriness of the steak. Then you got the sweet from the sweet potatoes and a little bit of texture from the garbanzo beans. It's a little bit out of protein, calories, too. And then that those fresh green herbs from the arugula and the quinoa just to round everything out. Chef's kiss. If you haven't tried it and you, you know, are interested in, in cooking or you like, you know, cooking home-cooked meals highly highly recommend it's been a go-to of mine for quite some time or even that's one thing i love about quinoa bowls is they're kind of a blank canvas for anything you could go you know southwest style mexican style tex-mex caribbean if you're really into it you could go you know shrimp grits and some fried chicken in there with some collard greens you can really do just about anything with some, some with a quinoa bowl and you can do any sauce. I like the zook sauce. It's a little bit spicy, herbaceous. Other times I've done a roasted garlic kind of hummus in a way. It's not, I can't really say it's hummus because it's drizzleable, but I use garbanzo beans as the base and then I'll just add roasted garlic and a little bit of lemon juice. Spice it up. Bob's your uncle, Fran's your aunt. It's a good time. Or you could do chicken thighs, chicken breast. You could fucking do anything or you could throw the kitchen sink in there and it would probably taste good anyways i love cooking so i just had to share that with you guys if you're interested highly recommend checking it out with all that being said let's dive 
into today's episode all about self-care. If you've been following the podcast for a while, I've probably talked about self-care more times than you could count on all 10 of your fingers, 10 of your toes. I love it. I believe it's a crucial part of just living life. Sound like Matthew McConaughey. Just keep living. L-I-V-I-N. Living. But very animated this episode. I have a cup of cold brew here. It is a blonde roast. And for those of you who don't know, blonde coffee has just a little bit by a lot more caffeine than a traditional, you know, medium or dark roast. What's funny is what I learned as a barista, a bit of a side tangent, was I didn't know that the lighter in roast you went, the more caffeine was added, added, quote unquote. So dark has the least, medium, you know, and then blonde has the most. The more you know, dropping knowledge here, this is a science podcast, not really. So self-care. It's really important to do it. That's the podcast. No, just kidding. But, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the grind to the point where you just don't recognize that you're just tired all the time. You're very fatigued and, you know, you just kind of get used to being tired, fatigued, not very energetic all of the time. So setting time aside or taking time to to reset and regroup, regather your energy so you can, you know, do the things you want to do in life and also, you know, be more productive if you want to be on, you know, that spectrum of the the perspective, which is mine, but self-care days are as important as working hard, in my opinion, because if you just work, you know, and don't stop, it's how burnout sets in and burnout's not fun because then you end up sacrificing more time recovering from that burnout than in getting back into the grind, your workflow, the productivity. And then if you were to just take a day, even half a day or fuck even two hours, if you can't spare that much time to reset, regroup your energy and even blank out if that's what you need. Some people's self-care is like, I'm just going to, sit in a room and watch, you know, eight hours of TV for a day. That's great. Other people are like, no, I want to get out, work out for like two hours and go on like an eight mile hike. No shame in that either. I kind of fall some fall somewhere in the middle. I'll break down my self-care day that I had over the weekend. I kind of set aside two, two half days ended up being one full day. If you're, if you get it. So I woke up early and I went to the gym for like two hours and then vegged out, had a great lunch, had a breakfast sandwich, two actually. It was two everything bagels, sliced, toasted. This is a very food-centric episode because I'm hungry right now, but I digress. It was two everything bagels, toasted, two eggs, fried, sunny side up, two slices of pepper jack cheese, one per egg, cover, melt, assemble, boom phenomenal great because it's super easy fast you know relatively healthy <laughs> anyways and then you know for dinner i made those key mobbles and it was great and then the day before that i got up early went for a hike at talapas lake and without those days i wouldn't have been able to you know have this energy that i have right now for the podcast i wouldn't be able to 
you know, give it 150,000% or whatever your number is, you know, because if I just kept going, 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 then this episode would probably be like, yeah, you should probably take care of yourself because I'm on the verge of tears and I'm, you know, whatever. And there's no shame in that. Sometimes we have to learn the hard way. I've learned the hard way from working seven days a week, having no days off and having to get up at three in the morning every morning to go to work and then, you know, do the regular at-home stuff of maintenance, cleaning, cooking, fill in the blank, whatever it may be. But when you have these days off, it's a nice change of pace. You know, when you're going, going, going and no rest, then it's like, it's not really sustainable. And unfortunately, in the jaws of life, nothing is ever stable. And in my own thoughts, the only way to weather that is by having, you know, days off to reset. Because, again, burnout. You know, if you look back at my old podcast discography, past episodes, there will be large gaps where I will do weekly, 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 four months off and then try to go back to weekly or bi-weekly or whatever it may be. And it just showed that I was doing too much. Sure, obviously life happens where you have family emergencies, you have, you know, unexpected traumas, you have fill in the blank. They happen 100%. But, you know, it's important. And also, I've talked about this before, but I'm going to say it again. When you grind, 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 and then you start cutting corners, getting a little bit lazy, you know, consistently, it's like, then what does that say about your work? By taking a little bit of time off. I think I covered this actually two episodes ago, or it might have even been last episode, talking about downtime. You know, having this time to reset is like, so crucial so that way you can put out your best work for whatever it may be it could be your job could be a passion project it's important let's dive into different ways you might want to celebrate a day off take a little bit of time reset whatever it may be you know if you're more on the extrovert side could be planning a day out could be planning a night out could even be something like planning a weekend getaway Whatever it may be, make it fun. Make it so that it's not causing you stress thinking about it. Like, if you're not good at planning, I don't think it would be a great idea for you to plan, like, a four-day vacation with your closest friends and you're trying to coordinate everybody's schedules, get the budget, get the food, get what are we going to do, who's all go, you know. That stuff could be stressful and it may not be productive to stress yourself out like that. Sure. Obviously, there's the end result being like, yeah, we get to hang out with my friends, but I digress. Here's something fun that I did to kind of take a gap in my daily grind was way back, God, in September of 2022, I planned, we planned a trip to Seattle, two-day trip to Seattle. So the first day we were going, where were we going? We were going to Pike Place Market. And it was me, Cece, Connor, and his partner, Shannon. And we went to Pike Place Market, got some great food, walked around, 
to the vendors, took some cool photos. I think I brought my Leica. Yeah, I did have my Leica then. And, you know, CC got to use her camera. Or no, she used my camera, I think. No, she bought two disposable film cameras and was using that. But, you know, I got to blend being social and one of my other hobbies, film photography together and take some really cool photos in the moment and eat some phenomenal food with people I love. We got Rachel's ginger beer. Really great. Next day, went up to Ballard, got Sabine for brunch. So good, but a little more expensive. It's very, when you think of like hipster brunch, that's exactly what it is. I'm not knocking it. It's just what it is. You know, they got $15 avocado toast or they got $20 eggs benedict, whatever your cup of tea is. They probably got it really good. Got the roasted zatar potatoes when I was up there. Got a coffee up there too. What else did we do? Oh, we went thrifting while we were up there. That was really cool. Discovered a very neat distillery up there. Pun intended, absolutely. For bourbon. God, what the fuck was it called? Because I know some people listen to this. They're very much into bourbon, spirits, whatever it may be. I got to look up distilleries. How do you spell it? S-T-I-R-E. Ballard. It was called... Oh, God, they have so many up there. Not... Was it? No, it wasn't this one. It's a wine one. Glass distillery. High side. No. No. I'm sorry. This is going to actually bug me. But there's some that I might actually be checking out after this. Anyhow, I think it was called... No, that's not what it was called. I was going to say, like, batch something, but it wasn't that. Anyways, it was really good. You know, we got to... Connor got a... a No, he got, like, a spirit flight. One of them was, like, a ghost pepper vodka. Actually, more on the sweet side, ironically, with, like, a little bit more of a burn. And then I got a very tasty old-fashioned. And I think CC got, like, a Negroni or something. Overall, it was a great experience. You know, you have to blend, again... Socializing, film photography, something even cooler, bourbon, spirits, appreciation for that. That was really great. You know, it was a great way to unwind and, you know, vent about what we're stressing about, vent about what we're worried about, while also, you know, with those moments of fucking around and having a good time. Can't really have one without the other, I feel like, and that's beautiful in my opinion. So, let's talk about the flip side. Let's say you're a little more introverted, like myself. You prefer to recharge on your own. Talked about this last episode. I played video games for probably like four hours straight, and it was a phenomenal time. You know, that could be one way. Or you could take that, everything I just mentioned before, just do it by yourself. You could still have a good time. I remember when I was single and still trying to navigate myself and, you know, unload some of the dirty laundry that had accumulated and I never addressed was taking myself out on solo dates. Was it uncomfortable? 100%. You know, it would be weird when I'd be out some places and they'd be look, people would be looking at me like, is he waiting for somebody or, you know, what is he doing? But something I found helpful to get around that was to bring like a journal, you know, just journal about my day, where I'm at, what I'm doing, 
what I'm feeling more importantly, because, you know, then it's like, oh, he's doing something. But, you know, that's only if you're a little more self-conscious about being out in public by yourself. Crazy sentence, but it's the truth. So, you know, I remember I went out to brunch by myself and was a little weird by myself. Yeah, but didn't have a great time. Yeah, because I, after that, I was the only one, you know, whose schedule I had to work around. <laughs> so I was like, got brunch, walked around the neighborhood for a little bit, took some photos. You know, what else did I think? I went out to like the waterfront too and had, you know, an even more peaceful time. Drove home, listened to a great podcast. That was very unwinding and relaxing. Other people, maybe you just need a day by yourself. Maybe you just need to lay in bed all day, watch YouTube, watch movies, watch a TV show all day, get takeout three meals a day, and that's great. You know, whatever it may be, planning that time for yourself, because I think I talked about a couple episodes ago was, yeah, you're going to have downtime like that, but... The other flip side of it is actually setting to that time aside for yourself. Because if you are, you know, busy, 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 and you don't set time aside from yourself to either catch up with people or just rejuvenate by yourself, like, I keep saying burnout, but it fucking sucks in my experience, you know, because then you're down for the count longer, then you're taking even more self-care time, and then it's even harder to try to get back and get back to the grind, you know, when you've been off of it for a little bit of time and that's understandable and that's fine but you know to me time is precious so I want to optimize it to the best of my ability you know it's definitely easier said than done but just some thought for food what else I think that's about it you know maybe here's just bump the mic here's something else I would like you to consider if there's something you want to try something you've been wanting to do whatever it may be, is to do it. Because, you know, there may not be a better time than now. Can it be scary? Yeah. Can it be nerve-wracking? 100%. But if you do it, you may discover something that you like even more. You know, I'll speak to my personal experience. Way back two years ago in 2021, when I was doing construction you know, my former fiance and I, we had just split up and I had a lot of time on my hands. I was very lost. It was like, wake up, go to work, come home, go to bed, wake up, go to work, come home, drink, go to bed, whatever it may be, you know, it was not healthy, you know, at the time, but it was only, only what I knew. So I would start trying new things. Mainly, I would have wished I tried more things. I wish I would have signed up for x y and z i wish i would have you know said yes to more things instead of just you know sulking if that makes sense is there a time and place for that 100 percent. but the bottom line is it's important to have variety set that downtime aside for yourself call back so i wish i would have done that you know i wish i would have gone out more i wish i would have you know, interacted with random strangers being like, hey, you know, I like this about you, or hey, that's a really cool fill in the blank. That's something I've gotten better at, you know. Now I'm at a point where if I like someone's tattoos or I like someone's fill in the blank, I will go up to them and say it because in my eyes it can't be very harmful 
Well, if you're going up to them and being like, hey, you got a nice, you know, body, I'd be like, all right, that's a little weird if you're not, you know, at a gym or something like that. But you know what I'm trying to say. Doing things that you've always wanted to do or wanted to try, go out and do it. That's a great way. That's a great place to start. If you if you have wanted to set aside a self-care day, you don't know what to do or how to manage it, start there. Do something, try something that you've always wanted to do or try and see how it goes. Best thing is, if you don't like it, don't got to do it again, but you did it. And now, you know, instead of just being like, oh, I won't like it. You know, now you know definitively. For example, trying new restaurants. I tried probably so many new restaurants when I was, you know, during that period of my life. I tried ramen places. I would do solo trips. That was another really fun one. I did solo trips to Portland. I did solo trips to Bellingham to visit my brother, you know, because I had the time and the money to. I didn't have to, you know, work around other people's schedules. I just got to do it, which was great. So set some downtime aside for yourself. It's important, especially if you've been, you know, running on firing all in all cylinders and haven't really had a chance to recuperate. I think in the long run, it'll be good for you. Could be wrong. Everybody operates differently, but just some thought for food. So with all that being said, let's jump into the journal and recommendation, journal prompt and recommendation for this episode. Journal prompt, I feel like you could saw this one coming, but it's to write out a self-care day for yourself. It could be going to the spa for eight hours a day, or it could be working out, running 10 miles on a hike, and then going camping. Whatever it may be, I just want you to write it down. Because when you write it down, it makes it real, in my opinion. Everybody's thoughts are different. But to me, it's written down. Now you can, you know, reference it for when you do have that day and it comes. You know, put it on the calendar, plan it out, or don't plan it out if that's your cup of tea, whatever it may be. Put it on the calendar. Then my recommendation is going to be, aside from the countless other ones I recommended, the song Mountain Song by Flatland Cavalry. Got to catch up with a very lovely friend who I went to elementary school with, and we, you know, like some of the same country music. Fun fact, in case you didn't know that about me, I like some country music. It's pretty great. Flatland Cavalry, Mountain Song, just feels like you should be out in a log cabin by a campfire, Roasting some s'mores with a cigar and a cup of whiskey, glass of whiskey, cup of whiskey, fucking crazy, and gazing at the stars. Fuck, that sounds so amazing right now. S'mores sound great right now, but it's raining, so that's not happening anytime soon. So, those are my two last pieces I will leave you with. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, episode 69 of Getting Along. We are coming up on 100, you know, slowly but steadily, and I'm excited for it. I'm going to start thinking about what I want to do for the 100th episode. So, with all that being said, I love you guys so much. Thank you for all your love and support. If you want to support the show, please like, rate, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. It really helps me out. Recommend it to your friends if you think someone would like it or rec- or benefit from it. You know, I really want to focus on growing my audience, growing the podcast, so please recommend it to your friends, like, share, subscribe, all the things, follow me on social media, no Austin Hill, and if you want, check out my photography account, no Hill Photography, 
Check out my other podcast with my buddy Connor. New episodes are released every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. 2 by 35 with Noah and Connor. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great Thursday morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to it. I love you. I'll talk to you next Thursday. Goodbye.